Hello, you're listening to Baking to the Bee Movies with Ashley and Steph, broadcasting from the woods of Western Massachusetts, here to talk about the beautiful, the gory, the nonsensical, and of course, mostly bad horror filmmaking that we all know and love. In conjunction with creating recipes inspired by these beautiful abominations, you can follow us on Instagram at Baking to the Bee Movies and on Twitter at Baking to Bee Movies. Here is your spoiler warning and foul language warning, so listener discretion is advised. You can catch us wherever you get your podcasts and make sure that you hit that subscribe button. Now onward to good food, good friends, and movies so bad we literally cannot stop talking about them. Welcome back to Baking to the B-Movies. I tried to say it as William Shatnery as possible. Baking to the B-Movies. Well, you have to like, (laughs) you can't think about it because before you sounded, that was a little too played out, you know. So, okay. So just as as normal, welcome back to Baking to the (laughs) B-Movies. My name is Ashley. (laughs) Just kidding. My name is Steph. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We are back. It's season two. Are you excited, Steph? Very excited. We took a few weeks off. Oh, we took like a, a month or two off. We wrapped up, I think, like... Uh, early June? Yeah, early June. We we wrapped up season one. We took some time off because it's summer. We had things to do. We've been busy. Um, and now we're back. It's mm. it's the end of summer. Well, it's like the it's last... It's not the end of summer. Do not jump the gun. Well, I'm already get starting... Get shit together. <laughs> Well, it's so funny because like I'm already starting to get like the advertisements from like Yankee Candle and like <laughs> Bath and Body Works that are like, hey, like we know that you're at the beach right now. You're enjoying the hot weather and the sunshine and lobster rolls because it's New England and it's summer. But have you heard that pumpkin spice is coming back? <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm just like. Yeah, and, me too. And I do I've it. Seen I do it to myself every year. Like April, May, I am ready for summer. I'm like, I'm, I'm yep. ready for the beach. I'm ready for like tropical like, print. Warm weather. Yeah, I'm ready for, you know, I'm ready for, you know, just all these summertime activities. And then summer gets here and I'm thrilled for a few weeks. But then like by mid-July, I'm like, man, I could really go for a turtleneck right now. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I'm excited to wear turtlenecks again. Yeah, no, absolutely. I was thinking that (laughs) last week. It's it's nice to be back. It's nice to be here with you. It's nice to be in the studio. I missed being in the studio. I love the studio. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Our little horror den. I love it so much. (laughs) Um, But yeah, thank you all so much for joining us uh this is baking to the b movies if this is your first time listening to us you might be joining us now that we're in our second season yeah basically if you need a rundown of what we do um steph and i talk about b movies bad movies uh so bad they're good movies (laughs) and we make recipes inspired by those movies yes um, and we had, you know, we had a few episodes in the last season. We're getting into the flow of things. We're getting into the groove. I think we have a good system set up. But um, oh, yeah. yeah, we took some time off. How, how's your summer going? Busy. Busy? It's very busy. What have yeah. you been up to? Oh, farming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I finally get to uh, harvest some honey tomorrow. So oh, I'm super excited. I'm about excited. That. I'm excited for that. And I'm yeah. excited for your gigantic, like, freakish zucchinis. Like, they're the biggest things I've ever seen in yeah, my life. Yeah, they're. They hide, and then it's too late. 
I and just, then they're just massive. I was going to say. They're I, like, perfectly the, fine. I think like the last time I was here, you were showing them to me in the garden and they didn't look that big. And then I walked into your kitchen when I got here today and I was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're pretty. They're large and in charge. I just I, I don't know how you do it, but it's impressive. Every year you just grow like insanely huge crops. I'm like, are they? Are, I don't want them to be insanely huge. Are you putting steroids in them? Are you are they are they juiced up? <laughs> well, I mean, your, you know, we have a good uh, compost going, <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. And do you talk to them to make them grow? Like you know how people talk to flowers and stuff. <laughs> I talk to the tomatoes. Do you talk to tomatoes? <laughs> yeah. They're gonna have like killer tomatoes, I, I, well, <laughs> <laughs> right? I wish. Um, I talk to the bees. Yeah. yeah well, you gotta I yell otherwise at them they sting get, you. <laughs> they get mad anyway. <laughs> um, you know, making sure they're hitting every flower in there. <laughs> So the garden's relatively prolific right now, which I'm gonna, is super fun. I think I'm going to put up some pictures on our Instagram, which, by the way, our social media, if anybody needs it, we are at Baking to the Bee Movies on Instagram. And we're also on Twitter, Baking to Bee Movies. Um, we don't have Facebook. I say that every time because Facebook is the worst. But it's pretty bad. It's yeah. terrible. Um, but yeah, those are our two main ones. And obviously, you can listen to us wherever you get your your podcasts. We're available everywhere. Um, so make sure to subscribe and follow us and all that good stuff mm-hmm. now that we're in mm-hmm. our second season. Right? Um, we already have like eight episodes under our belt. Yeah, I know. I feel like a true professional. And um, so <laughs> so it's it's been a good summer. Right? We're not going to spend too, too much time talking about summer, but it's been good. I, yeah, um, it's been a nice summer so far. It's yeah. been pretty mild for the most part. Yeah, I've, I've been doing some traveling. Whatever I was the in... hell that means. <laughs> Well, like mild. That's what by, people say when mild, it's like nice weather. Yeah, mild by New England standards. Yeah. Um, I've been doing some traveling. I was in California last month for for like a week, and then like a week before that, my my cousin got married. I was her maid of honor, and it was like seriously like the most fun, <laughs> like amazing wedding I've ever been to. It was fantastic. More amazing than mine? Oh, no, oh, you mine know what? Like good. your your wedding your <laughs> wedding was super fun. I always feel bad like when because I'm you know I'm not married, so like when I'm like when always I'm, the bridesmaid, never the bride. When I'm, I'm always just, the bridesmaid, never the bride. When I'm when I'm like surrounded by my friends that are married, and I'm like talking about someone's wedding, I can feel like the eyes of like judgment. Like, what you didn't have fun at my wedding? It's like, no, I totally did. It's just like my cousin's was the most recent one I've been to. Right? Yeah, and no, it was absolutely. super. And she she also had two years to plan it because COVID. Yeah, delayed yeah. everything. So there was like no detail that went unchecked. And she's she's Which also like. Yeah. super laid back so which helps a lot yeah when she like, asked me to is so stressful ex- she's probably listening to this right now being like you better fucking say that, you better say that. <laughs> right <laughs> um when she asked me to be her maid of honor i was like oh 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 no right oh, no. it's so much work well but that's the thing it wasn't it that's wasn't good. that's good like i didn't have you to, lucked out i didn't have to do anything i asked her what she wanted to do for a bachelorette party and you know what she said let's just go to yankee candle and i was like i love you <laughs> i love you this is the easiest day ever we had so it was really fun and i met a lot of really nice people and yeah it was it was super chill and that's good but now uh now i'm back in new england and we're here and i'm not going anywhere again until later on this month i'm going out to nevada for mm. an adventure but we'll still have episodes we're still gonna record those oh, episodes yeah. which um before we get into our season two premiere um let's talk about the recipe from our finale for season one yes um for anyone who needs a recap (laughs) we did that we did nothing but trouble which was our producer's choice it it really we we had no say in that um and we did those those uh quail sausage sandwiches yeah they were peppers and onions they were um stuff they were very good stuff they're amazing 
<laughs> like I was kind of hoping we'd have them when I got here today, but it's cool. I have, <laughs> it's cool. Like we, you know, because I made I made the recipe for today's episode, and um, I was just kind of hoping that you know we would have that you know my my recipe, and I would walk in and there would be like you know some quail sausage just to kind of you know. You probably should have asked beforehand. <laughs> I just kind of assumed like Ashley's coming over. I'm gonna feed her because. <laughs> Like, that's how it is. I come over and I immediately go into your kitchen and just kind of snoop around. I, like, rummage through your cupboards and yeah, go through your fridge and just say, okay, I'll eat that later and without asking. <laughs> right. I just walk into the living room and you're eating, like, a piece of pie. Yeah. I'll be like, Ashley, where'd you get that? I had no pie in my kitchen. <laughs> oh, I found it. I found it. <laughs> right. Don't hide food from me. I'll find it. Um <laughs> But yeah, so the quail sausage sandwiches were amazing. The recipe Very is good. up on our Instagram. It's, yep. They're phenomenal. Um, yeah, along with the peppers and onions. Those were delicious, too. They were yeah, so good. Were really good. And yeah, you had given you had given the recipe on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. So it's like a step-by-step on how you make them. Yeah. Exactly like how you made them. Yes. So if anybody has tried any of our recipes, um, feel free know. to like tag us. Let us know how it went. Yeah. If you have any recommendations like, oh, you should try doing this instead of this. Or like, I tried this instead of doing it this way. Right. Right. Like we're always open to that. Yeah. Um, but we'll get into today's recipe a little bit later because yep. I, I slaved away. I'm just kidding. It, it took <laughs> it took like an hour. <laughs> right? Like, Not I even. Like the recipe Not even. was actually pretty simple. No, it was very. But that doesn't mean it wasn't it wasn't good or yeah. it isn't good. Yeah. So yeah. we'll we'll get into that. Um, Steph, do you want to talk about what we're doing for our season two premiere? What movie we decided to watch because it's summer themed? It is summer themed, and I was hard pressed on getting this movie. This movie is not available anywhere. <laughs> you had I, to get it on the dark I web. Had, <laughs> yeah, I had to jump through hoops, do a few things that I'm not proud of. <laughs> you this- turn in tricks, <laughs> turn in tricks to get the movie. <laughs> yeah, um, I had to like find a DVD of it. A DVD. Yeah, What's a DVD. I know, and and unfortunately, you know, I have. I don't know, multiple laptops in my house and none of them have DVD players, right? And we have a PlayStation 5, but that only plays Blu-ray. So I literally had to buy an external DVD player to plug into one of my laptops to get this movie to play. And yeah, it was super hard to find. You, It's not streaming. I don't know why it's super hard to find. You can find it, you know, on eBay or wherever, but it's a lot of money. Yeah. I, for a movie, you know. Yeah. Not quite sure why. It's... <laughs> but it is the direct sequel to one of my favorite movies of all time. This is going to be <laughs> Return <laughs> to Sleepaway Camp. Yes. A 2008 and, yeah. masterpiece. <laughs> yeah. I love... <laughs> well, I'm not sure. I wouldn't say I love this. It's definitely not the original Sleepaway Camp, which I am just absolutely in love with. Yes. Um, but that would just be too too on the nose and too easy. So I had to, yeah. you know, we had to break away from that and get the direct sequel. This movie also has like three other sequels in it or in the series, you know? Well, yeah, because there's Sleepaway Camp and then there's like sleep, Sleepaway Camp like two, two through and 17. <laughs> and then- <laughs> there's not that many, but there's like two, three and four. Right. I think. And then this, um, so this is the direct sequel to Sleepaway Camp. So sequel. this kind of disregards whatever happened in two, three, and four. Yeah, okay. it doesn't. Um, my homegirl, Felissa Rose, <laughs> uh, was the original Angela in the first one. 
And she wasn't in any of the other sequels except for this one. Which Did is they bring Angela? So... Like, well, I say I use air quotes when saying Angela. So Angela was in the sequels, but it wasn't played by. She wasn't it played was by recasted. Felicia Rose. Yeah, she okay. wasn't. Fel- Angela was in the sequels, but it was not um, Felissa Rose playing the role. Which doesn't make any sense to me because Felissa Rose can like literally like from the looks of it, she can like unhinge her jaw to do that like crazy. Mm. She's like. Um, like the sharks that like unhinge their jaw. Like, <laughs> yeah. and I, it's not a knock against her. I love it, but like, yeah, I think it's great. Amazing. Like every picture you ever see of her with like fans and stuff, she's always doing that like unhinged jaw yep. thing, and I love it. Yeah. Um, but it's like classic shot. It's like if you're gonna bring back like an iconic character who does that iconic final scene with their jaw like looking unhinged, you got to bring back Felissa Rose. She's the only one who can't. She's the only one who can do it. Yeah. You can't just bring yep. some rando off the street and be yep. like pretend. Like no, you got to bring like nope. the OG back. Yeah. Um, she is the OG. So this movie is an hour and 40 minutes. Um, it's it's just the perfect amount of time before you start getting frustrated. <laughs> like once we start like getting to two hours, I'm like, oh, wrap it up. But mm. this is this is the perfect length. Um, do we talk about the cast before we dive right into it? Yeah, no, absolutely. I um, mean, there's only only a few people. Only well, the cast I is mean, fairly large, a- but it's not really of note of many people yeah. other than Felicia Rose, and of course. Isaac Hayes. The late, great Isaac Hayes. Hello there, children. <laughs> <laughs> playing chef. Playing, Literally playing, playing chef, chef. Playing chef. Yeah, he plays chef. Um, we have Vincent. Is it Vincent Pastore from The Sopranos? Um, yeah. It's, yeah. Which is, you know, and, and The Sopranos, I believe, was still on at the time that this movie was made. So it's, you know. It was. Yeah. This this movie actually um, was filmed in two, uh, 2003. Um, it but didn't it, came, it didn't come out until 2008. Um, I guess that was because I, the CGI wasn't up to par as to what the director, I believe it was the director, wanted it. Yeah. So it took forever to, to be actually released. Wow. Um, but yeah, this is, there was Sleepaway Camp 2 and 3. This is actually the fourth. Okay. In the franchise. So, so technically, it took place 20 years later. So, so the original in 83 Camp. Okay. was 83, and this one was filmed in 2003. So it was supposed to – so when you're watching it, it's supposed to be 2003. Okay, gotcha. All right. Um, we have Paul D'Angelo, who has been in a series of other B-movies throughout yep. his career. Uh, Jonathan Tiersten, yep. um, also in a series of other B-movies. Um, anybody else of note? I mean, it's a, it's a camp movie, so there's, like, a ton of kids. Well, right. Like, I wouldn't say any – like – for me, I would say not anyone really of note personally. Yeah, no offense to any of the cast members yeah, who might no. be listening to this, but you're all like 12 <laughs> at the time. I'm assuming this is no. They role. they were like 30 playing well, like yeah. Teenagers. You know, well, I mean like the, the the kids that actually were kids have never really been in anything of note, and the and then right. the adults playing children was, right was a little unsettling. Right, like I think was it uh, Ronnie? Oh, was it Ronnie. Um, he like he was like. One of the counselors in the first one. And he came back for this one. The yeah. actor came, the same actor came back for this yeah. one, which we'll get into Ronnie because I have some thoughts about about <laughs> Ronnie. Um, but yeah, let's let's dive right into Return to Sleepaway Camp. So as Steph said, this is a direct sequel to the first movie. It takes place 20 years later, so 2003. Um, and it kicks off at a summer camp. It's uh, What was the camp for the first one? Camp like Ar- Arawak. Arawak, which is now called something else. Well, now this one is, yeah, Camp, I want to say it's Manabi. I'm not okay. sure if I'm saying that right, but that's how it's spelled. <laughs> camp Manabi. Yeah. Um, so Camp Arawak 
and we get like in the opening sequence we get like while they're introducing like the the cast and the crew and everything like the primary cast and crew um they're showing like newspaper clippings mm, yeah the um, intro uh, credits right yeah it's like the pre-credits where it's like they show they show like these newspaper clippings and it kind of gives little bits and pieces of what had happened in the first one as far as like Angela Angela's dad getting killed and then like Angela killing people at the camp and yeah. like oh Angela's actually a boy and like right. you know and like yeah. the aunt did this so anybody who hasn't like watched Sleepaway Camp which I recommend doing so because this is not going to make a lick of sense if you don't see the original um, yeah, but for anyone who true. like went into this, it's kind of like giving them a summary and of events any, any, of the first everybody movie. Everybody should just watch Sleepaway Camp anyway. <laughs> we should have we should have just watched Sleepaway Camp. Like, I mean, I watch Sleepaway Camp like once just a month. That one. I love that movie. Whenever I'm in a bad mood, I'll just turn it on. It really perks me up. <laughs> so the movie starts with um, this this camp that was previously Camp Arawak, which is where all these murders had taken place 20 years earlier. It is yep. now a functioning camp again, and we are introduced to maybe the most insufferable group of children slash adults playing children. Yeah. That, yeah. That, they're pretty bad. Um, And it's never specified, but just by the behavior of these kids and like just how they have no discipline, no guidance, they are just, they're behaving like animals. And the counselors aren't doing anything to like help it. Doing anything. They're not, they're going like, Hey, you guys, Hey, you guys, maybe like stop. Hey, like maybe knock it off. All right, that's cut it, cut it out, guys. I mean it, and like, no, and nothing's happening. Um, there's no discipline. I'm just wondering if it's supposed to be like a camp for like troubled youth. They never like. I'm genuinely curious if it's like if it's like these. Par- Maybe it is. I mean, I'm there's Alan, right? He's clearly troubled. Yeah, Alan's clearly. Tr- I mean, they're all. Most of them are clearly troubled. Yeah, and like, I'm just wondering if these parents were just like, "Fuck this!" Like, let's get rid of them for eight weeks and just like <laughs> right? send them there. Like, here, you deal with my obnoxious kid with behavior issues. You deal with it, and the counselors are just waiting too overwhelmed to do it yeah um they just don't care but we're introduced to i i I don't want to say alan is the protagonist but he is in a way um because he's like the one they focus on mostly it's mostly about yeah it's about him um and alan is like 32 but he's supposed to be playing (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean alan's like my age he's he's like this (laughs) awkward like teenager everybody makes fun of and you would feel bad for him. Like, every, everyone rags on him. They're throwing eggs at him. They're calling him <laughs> names. They're just, they're picking on him. They're and, picking on him and endlessly. And you would, you would feel bad for him, except he is he's also a massive bully and a huge dick to yeah, everyone. Yeah, he's a piece of crap. Yeah, he's, he's just, worst. he's the worst. And it's like, you know what? You deserve this fraternity hazing you're getting right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> legit. Like, I have no sympathy. He's... He's the absolute worst. But we're we're introduced to Alan, who is the protagonist, but not the protagonist. But they do focus on him predominantly in the movie, his, yeah. his comings and goings, um, as well as, you know, a few other kids in the camp that are associated with Alan, either because he picks on them or they pick on him. Yeah. Um, and everyone at the camp, like, for whatever reason, looks absolutely filthy. <laughs> like it, like Alan gets covered in like shit throughout the whole movie. Like people yeah, are throwing he the never ba- changes. He his never clothes changes or his showers. clothes. It's it's repulsive, but it's absolutely it's repulsive. disgusting. But like everybody at that camp, and I understand it's a summer camp. Like how clean can it well, be? Exactly. You're like in the wilderness, but it's like they yeah, have showers. The <laughs> they have showers. It's 2003. Like indoor plumbing existed. Um, but the, yeah, so we're introduced to these kids and the counselors, and one of the counselors is Ronnie. Who's yeah. from the? He's a counselor from the original movie. Yes. Um. Who is still 
still a camp, still a camp counselor still for a some camp crazy counselor reason at yeah. this camp still wearing small shorts <laughs> like, still right those, it is no longer 1983 and he's still got those small itty bitty shorts on, he sure them, that does make un- <laughs> that make me uncomfortable i'm watching and i'm like Ugh, like ew. Ew. <laughs> uh, all right i mean well you know you do you yeah i mean like i'm you That's know fine. I, I dress like a dick most of the time anyway but like, <laughs> i mean but i'm thinking like okay sir you are in the wilderness it's 100 degrees i'm assuming because it's a summer camp and yeah like you know like i think it's supposed to be like upstate new york I which think. Like, there's still humidity. It's like, how are you not chafed in those itty-bitty shorts? But, like, we're not going to get into it. Just, it's, it was very disturbing to me that Ronnie is not only still a camp counselor, um, which, you know, no no employment shaming. But if you worked at a – Steph, if you – hypothetical. If you worked at a camp where a bunch of kids got murdered and one of – and they were murdered by – they were murdered by a camper who you thought was a girl but ended up being a boy the whole time. And, like, it just – it's a total mind fuck. Would you still want to work at that camp? Probably not. But yet Ronnie does. Yeah, he does. And I yeah. mean, you know, maybe he made some bad life choices. It's true. Well, he obviously did. That's true. He drank <laughs> four loco at like a tra- <laughs> he, he drank right? four loco at someone's like studio apartment party once, like in the in the early two thousands. Right. Like yeah. So like yeah, I'll I'll go back to this camp. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um. So yeah, so Alan is picked on. He is subsequently picking on other kids. It is absolute chaos. And during this cafeteria scene, we are introduced to a police officer who has come to the camp for like drug awareness yeah. or something. Yeah. I, was it like an anti-drug yeah. PSA? Yeah, pretty much. And the cop looks completely out of place. Like It's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're in like a full uniform with the hat and the sunglasses and like the like long sleeve whatever. But there's something about the cop that is off. Like, why is this cop here? Why do they remain here for the remainder of the movie? <laughs> why are they at <laughs> like, the right? like, why, like, he would just show up, do his thing, and then take off. <laughs> but no, he's yeah. here the entire time the at entire this camp. Movie. And he talks with a, um, like, a voice box thing. Yeah. Yeah. For, you know, like, um, for someone who had, like, lung cancer or throat cancer. Yeah. Like, they have, like, the electronic. The, the voice box. Yeah. The, I, I don't want to do an impression of it because it's going to be offensive. But, you know, it's, yeah. like, very, like, robotic sounding. Yep. It's like a Daft Punk thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Daft Punk. Um, um, so we're introduced to all these people within, like, the first 20 minutes of the movie. Very and quickly, then yeah. And then shit goes south real quick. Pretty quick. <laughs> um. So the counselors, you know, they're they're also when they're not being negligent in their just like despondence to everything. They don't do anything. They don't take action for any of the just insane bullying that's going on. Um, they're also like participating in the abuse. <laughs> yeah, they're, also... they're just absolutely okay with the hazing. Yes, and they're and they're like encouraging it and like actively participating. Yeah. Um, and who's the like who's the first one to go? It's the was it the guy who worked in the cafeteria that yeah. like picked on Alan? Yeah, it was in the cafeteria. Chef comes in, tells him to do something, and they were in yeah the mess hall. And um, then he's just um, I think his name was Ricky. He was just like lazy. He's like a lazy yeah, cafeteria he was just, like, worker. Yeah, he was just a cafeteria worker. Yeah. Um, and. What was he? He was just like, you know, moving stuff around. He was making fries. Oh, that he had the deep fryer going. Yeah, the deep right. fryer going and he pulled some fries out. 
And he's attacked. And he's attacked. By an unknown and, assailant. Yeah. And the beauty of these movies is all you see is like hands yeah. or feet. Yeah. You know? So he gets attacked and the killer is holding this guy up by his feet and <laughs> throws his head in the fryer. Which I think was so fun. It was such a fun death. <laughs> it, it was. was and, and they dragged it out long enough where you were like, okay, is he going to go in the deep fryer? Is he not going to go in the deep yeah, fryer? Yeah, like His, it was kind of like a suspenseful type of thing. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm, I think the part that I loved about that death, I mean, I think all the deaths in this movie were just like super fun and like over the top. Mm. But that death in particular, when he's holding on to the edge of the deep fryer and it's like splashing up and hitting his hands, I'm like, oh, oh, right? Oh, that, that like makes me hurt. Because like, you know, you ever burn it's your hand? oil. Yeah, you ever burn your hand? <laughs> on like hot grease oh it's the worst it's the worst i would rather just have my hand cut completely off than like get it burned right <laughs> but so he gets his head put in the deep fryer and i think um what's great about this movie is that um it's it's not super super gruesome because the first sleepaway camp wasn't necessarily gory no. you you did see like occasional like body parts and stuff but it yeah. was it, you know we're talking about like 80s effects which in some movies are great and other movies aren't this one it's a little bit more like gory and graphic but still yeah. like silly right so, like, so it's like you like, know you get like the burn camp the burn bubbling face and i'm just yeah. like ah! yeah <laughs> like enjoying it immeasurably also i really wanted fries after that scene <laughs> really wanted to make some fries yeah um so this happens and then um the the student not students the campers start getting taken out in like kind of rapid succession and it's all between like social hours and like sporting events like just daily camp activities yeah i think the next the next kids to go are the the stoners. The stoner. Well, the one. The one the stoner. The one stoner who's like an absolute caricature of like. A stoner. Of a stoner. <laughs> yeah. Like if it, it, I felt like like Dare made this movie. They were like, let's just make him like an absolute stereotype of right? what I think a stoner is. Like drugs kill. Yeah. Like. like not this way they don't. <laughs> yeah. Like no. And drugs have never killed anybody that way. No. Um, no. But like they all. They yeah. All, this guy his 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 nickname was literally weed. Yeah. And I love that every movie circa early 2000s that depict a stoner. They're all dressed the same. They all have camo pants. Yeah. And the T-shirt over the long sleeve shirt yeah. with like a silly logo. on Yeah. It. And, and they're usually wearing like a beanie or something. A beanie or like they have long hair. Yep. And they talk like, hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> hit, hit this man. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Like, I've never met anybody Sup- ever. Right? Like, super goofy. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think. No. I did, I've known plenty don't of, think that's actually uh, the yeah. way they talk. Mm-mm. I've known plenty of stoners. No one ever acted. Well, maybe the T-shirt over the long sleeve. That was a big thing back then. But Yeah, that was pretty common. The chain wallet. The, the chain wallet. Pants. The camel pants. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was all pretty common. But the, the vernacular and like the way they talked is not accurate. So so Weed and his buddy, they pick on Alan. They roll a joint that doesn't have weed in it. It actually has cow manure. Yeah. And they make Alan smoke it. They trick. Well, not they, they make tr- him. They, they trick, trick him. They into trick Alan it. into smoking it. Yeah. And yeah. And then during the scene when he's like coughing because he just inhaled a bunch <laughs> of cow manure. Of he's like yeah. on his he's on his knees like in front of one of the kids just mm-hmm. like. Uh, so they, they give him the. They give him the nickname, and this and this is and this comes into play later on. But they do give him the nickname Blowjob, yes, because he's like on his knees in front of one of the kids, right? Like coughing up a lung, and yep. just, he's just on his knees because he can't catch his breath, right? It's yeah. not like anything, 
yeah. disgusting. But no. like they they start calling him Blowjob. Yeah, which is going to be his nickname for the rest of the movie. Yep. <laughs> um. So of course, Weed, because he's pulled this horrible prank, he's the next to go. Oh yeah, yeah. And his so, death was great. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was pretty great. I don't even know how this would even make sense or how anybody would actually do it but they're all outside at this point mm-hmm. sitting around a fire you know and some nice adirondacks just hanging outside and they're all smoking weed i think i think it was all of them not just him it was weed his friend and like the two girls a couple of girls yeah. yeah anyways um the girls and his friend there leave like they just go i don't know if they were just gonna go to bed or what but weed is just out there by himself smoking and he passes out yeah Probably from being stoned. Yeah. <laughs> and See, I just get hungry. Like, I would go raid. I'd go, I'd go eat those French fries that that guy didn't finish making because he got burned alive in the deep fryer. <laughs> Human flesh French fries. <laughs> I Yum. mean, I feel like it would grate like Parmesan. Oh, Parmesan <laughs> fries. I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> but go on. <laughs> um, well, anyways, cue the killer, right? Again, you're only seeing feet. Um. So he passes out, and it, what it appears is that there's a, um, they're next to like a gas tank, right? Yeah. Or a gas can filled. And what the killer does there is take a hose and put it in Weed's mouth. And I don't know if, she, if he was like siphoning the gas into his stomach, which is super messed up alone. Yeah. You know, I think. I'm not sure if, or, or, the killer was just putting it into his mouth or whatever. And then tapes his mouth shut with duct tape. And the sticker on it. And the dare sticker on it. it does. Actually, no, it wasn't a dare sticker. It, was it just, just said, like, like, drugs are for losers. Or yeah, something. yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. So anyways, the killer does that, cuts a hole where the mouth is and puts a joint in it and lights it. And, and he sure goes, enough, he this like kid blows box. up. <laughs> a freaking tinder box yeah right a bomb mushroom cloud and all and they find his body like that night Mm -hmm. and they're like you know putting out the flames water and they don't immediately send these kids home like they're right they don't immediately that camp does not immediately close down call parents yeah no no parents are notified yeah and actually the counselors were you know just blaming like oh a bunch of drug addicts or stoners (laughs) like it's obviously the drugs how many drugs just, yeah. you don't blow up? <laughs> <laughs> when, was and, la- when was the last time you took an edible and you imploded? Like, when, when right? did that ever happened? <laughs> like, geez. Um, so, yeah. And the, I mean, that part absolutely killed me is that, um, you know, it, this this kid dies and they don't immediately shut that camp down. Like, the the one cop that's been there since he was there in the cafeteria like yeah. the previous day that weird cop with the the voice box yeah. is there but like it doesn't look like there's any other police on scene um no parents are called no no kids are sent home they don't home. send them home they're just like, like just you know business as usual yeah and the next day they have a um they have like a paintball a paintball tournament like nothing happened like nothing happened. Like not like this kid did not just die on the premises. Like let's <laughs> let's play paintball, right? Let's play paintball and like, just sweep this under the rug, right? <laughs> um, and during the paintball game, um, they they gang up on on Alan on Alan. Um, and both teams do. Like Alan's team turns on him, and the other team turns on him, and they shoot him for five minutes. With paint. Like he, he's like in the fetal position on the ground, and they're just firing away, which. 
I don't know how they did that scene. I'm assuming they actually probably shot him with paintballs. With paintballs, yeah. which kudos to that actor because that shit hurts. Yeah, it hurts so bad. Yeah, that's have not you ever pleasant. been hit by a paintball? It's like excruciating. No, I've never been hit by a paintball, but I have been stung by many bees. Yeah, which I'm assuming probably feels the same. I, I've done paintball once, and it was a miserable experience. <laughs> yeah. And I will never do it again. Yeah, I went, well, like, you're not cool with, you know, like, getting pelted with paintballs. I had never been, and I went with people that were, like, seasoned vets. It's like all they did was, like, paintball and, like, air rifles or whatever the oh, hell God. they're called. And... So I'm like, I'm like, okay, guys, like, I've never done this before. So just like, don't, don't go crazy with me. Okay. Like, I don't want to get hurt. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like, sure. And like, I got my stupid face protect. I mean, you need not stupid. You need the face protection. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, the, the little like lightweight, like armor and stuff so that like, you're not. And I had so many goddamn bruises on me by Welts the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my, it's like, I, I couldn't wear like anything sleeveless for like three months. Like it took forever sleeveless. for that shit to heal. Um. <laughs> I do want to say after the, the stoner there dies and they're like, oh, it's drugs. And then I want to say it was Ronnie, the counselor there, saying starts he actually brings up what happened at Camp Arawak yes, 20 years prior to right, that. That's right. He does. And of course, everybody's like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, that's not what's happening here. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You, there's already two deaths on your hands. Yeah. You got a you got a chef that got boiled alive, and now you have a kid that's been imploded. blown up, <laughs> yeah. blown up with gasoline. Um, seems pretty reminiscent of something that happened twenty years earlier. So maybe Ronnie's not super far off, but nobody wants to have that conversation. Yeah, nobody's interested. Everyone just in that shuts it down. Yeah. Um, I do want to bring up that we we do have a character that I feel like we're going to acknowledge throughout this episode um who was the mvp of this movie we loved her she was the absolute best um we're introduced to her pretty early on she's like one of alan's like enemies they pick on each other and throughout the movie like they routinely like say or do awful shit to each other Mm -hmm. but she is hilarious and she gets a pass for picking on alan not only because he sucks but just because she's so great and that's bella yep i love bella (laughs) yeah she was awesome big fan of hers and Bella is friends with, um, well, she's like in one of the girls' bunks with, um, who is the girl that Alan has a crush on? Her name's like Karen. Karen, it's Karen, yeah. He has a crush on this girl, Karen, at the camp. Also another like 20-something-year-old actor playing a teenager. And it's very obvious that she's in her 20s. Yeah. It's a little strange. Um, <laughs> and Karen also wears like sweaters and jeans throughout the entire movie, despite the fact that it's like a summer camp in upstate New York. She just looks like really like overdressed for everything which was a little strange um alan has a crush on karen and despite all this chaos that's happening in the camp he he doesn't necessarily ask her to come to like his little secret place in the woods that he goes to be alone and with his frogs he um he basically like bullies her into yeah pretty much he bullies her into coming and she like reluctantly agrees because she's just so sick of being bothered that she's like if i go will you leave me alone right but um she makes one of her friends go with her. Yeah. Which so, makes a lot of sense. Yes. If you're if you're a female listening to this podcast and you know, you're you're probably intelligent. We you know, we cater to a, a higher quality of human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A higher class of human. Um but you're you know, if you're if, if a guy ever asks you out somewhere um that you know, like other than like a first date, but even a first date, it'd be like, Well, why don't we go as a group? 
Right. That or seems like a, like safe a thing. public place. Yeah, meet at a public place. Don't ever go. So if someone's like, oh, I have this spot that I go to that's like secluded and in the woods. Or, don't go. Like, br- or, don't either don't go or bring, or with bring somebody like else. somebody or two people with you yeah. to keep you safe. Like that's just a, so it is, it is sense. one of those. It is one of those things that happens in the movie. Where we're like, yes, girl. Yes. Using your brain. Right. The final the final girl in the yep. movie using her brain. Yep. Um. So she brings a friend with her. And now this is a spot that Alan goes to. To, and he plays with frogs like he has yeah, these his, frogs that friends. he's yeah they're his friends um his cousin who was also going to the camp um goes to the spot to like you know rag on him basically and is like you know he, i think he hurts one of the frogs like he throws it kind of earlier on in the movie and yeah. Alan flips his shit yeah so alan invites karen to the spot in the woods um after this whole paintball debacle and she brings a friend and they get there and this is important, but, um, you know, he's he's getting them something to drink. Like, he has a cooler filled with, like, makeshift. It doesn't even look like canned soda. It's, like, something that he made himself. Which is, yeah. It's, like, makeshift sandwiches and soda and stuff that he <laughs> yeah. made himself. It's gross. Yeah. But he's getting that together, and they notice that there's, like, dead frogs everywhere. Yep. Like, all of Alan's frogs are dead. Yep. And they're not just dead, they're skinned. They're skinned. It's yeah. gross. It's pretty nasty. And I don't understand how, how Alan didn't notice them because they're like in a circle around the campground. <laughs> right. Like, he does he eventually like, notice one. Yeah, he least, does notice but... that they're like, they're skinned and it's gross. And come to find out it was his cousin who had done it. Yep. His cousin comes out of the bushes like laughing about skinning the frogs. Um, and Karen thinks Alan had done it, and she, like, runs away screaming because she yep. thinks he's a lunatic. Right. Which, I mean, fair. Uh, yeah, he's not far off, this, at this least. Kid, <laughs> this kid is covered in eggs and paintball shots and... <laughs> and still wearing the same clothes. Still wearing clothes. the same clothes. Not um, showered. Greasy. <laughs> just gross. And, um... Like, he gets thrown in the lake. Yeah, like, like he's ugh, just... He's gross. Come on. It's gross. And... I can't stress it enough that it's really hard to feel bad for Alan because he sucks. He, he just does. sucks. He does. He just sucks so bad. He's yeah. such a dick through the whole movie that it's like. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they were going for, like. Feel bad for him. Feel bad for this character. It's like, I don't. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> so. But definitely don't feel bad for this guy. So Alan, um, you know, Alan is having, like, a nervous breakdown because all of his frogs are, are dead or yeah. dying. Um, Karen wants nothing to do with him. He's like chasing her down to the docks. He gets like thrown into the water by the other kids. Um, and there is one counselor in particular who's very sympathetic to him. Like she mm-hmm. helps him out all the time. Yeah. Whenever he's getting into trouble or whenever he's getting picked on, she kind of swoops in and, and helps him out. And Ronnie now, because all of, you know, all this horrible shit is happening, um, you know, the they got dead kids on, they got dead kids on their hands and you know, a dead chef and it's a nightmare. Um, yeah. He he starts like having like a paranoid episode, I guess, because he starts thinking that like that camp counselor who's like helping Alan. Yeah. Is he, thinks it's, he thinks that she's Angela. He's like, which Angela, it's mentioned Angela is in a psychiatric ward. Yeah. The, and that has been. weird cop yeah. <laughs> that's randomly there goes and visits her. Uh, it was her cousin. He's at some construction yard working 
And it's the same actor from the first. Yeah. It's the same actor from the first <laughs> yeah. movie, which I thought was kind of cool. It's yeah. The same guy. And um, um, so the cop questions him about his cousin, Angela. And then he's just, just mentions that she's locked away at a mental institution. Yeah. yeah. And like, he's the only no one way. who goes to visit her. Yeah. Yeah. She's been in a mental institution. There's no way that she's at this camp. Yeah. And the cop is like asking questions. And it's like, you seem like you already know the answer. Mm. Hmm. Wonder, mm. wonder what's going on there little right. little strange um and then of course like after after the skinning incident after like i mean just things are just snowballing more people are dying yeah it starts it starts happening in uh rapid succession at this point yeah like we you get know, the chef are... that dies weed dies we yeah get, and then it's from there it's just like a lot of like the kids tormenting each other and yep. pulling pranks on each other and really like doing like a lot of like traumatic things that in no way will haunt them in their adult lives. No, I'm not sure. at all. But, but people, but people are dying. Like counselors are dying. Um, kids are dying. We have the guy from The Sopranos who has like that <laughs> yeah. amazing big P. <laughs> Old big P. Um, he gets it with the the cage, right? The he does. He um, he was like hooking up with uh, some chick, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they walk into his uh, bunk there, and he has this bird. It's like a cockatoo or something. Yeah. And this bird starts like um, saying stuff, and he just thinks that Alan's tampering with his bird. Um, I can't exactly remember what he was saying. And he says like, like Alan like, smell like, like balls. Or yeah, something. like Alan has like this catchphrase that he says to everyone who upsets him, and the yeah, bird like, you ends smell up like, like my butt. Or yeah, <laughs> something yeah, like stupid. you smell like ass or something. And the bird's like repeating it, so he thinks Alan has now like messed with his precious cockatoo. Right. So, and- so big P. <laughs> Frankie, who pretty much runs the camp, like he's pretty much the uh, um, the head guy there. Um, they go into his bunk, him and this uh, woman, and he gets, I believe, it's knocked out. And when he comes to, his head is in this bird cage. The bird's gone. Yeah. And so now you're wondering, well, what's going to happen here? And then once again, the killer comes in and sure enough, filters a rat into this cage. Where his head is. Yeah. And, and he's uh, like tied to a chair, so he can't. He like, was tied to a chair. Yeah, he like, couldn't move. And when he tries to like shake the cage off of his head, it's like digging into his neck. So it's like scratching him yep. up. So he just eventually just stops. Right. And um, it's and like <laughs> this is, a rat will do it and he's to get out of this cage. So sure enough, it starts burrowing through Frankie's skull there. <laughs> and then we see it later. And that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Because we nobody see, knows this happened to Frankie. Yeah. Frankie's just like getting Frankie is his skull is being inhabited by rats mm-hmm. at this point, And yep. we get to see it. And it's great. Yeah. Um, so then again, while this is happening, um, they have like the social. They have another social event. Yep. How many social events does a camp have? Like, I, well, a lot, I guess. <laughs> they have another social event, and Karen, despite expressing some reluctance, yeah. agrees to participate in a prank on Alan. Which it's like, girl, you just thought he skinned frogs. What do you think he's gonna do to you if you right? pull this off? Like, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm the maybe I'm the minority, but like. If I met somebody that I thought was like skinning frogs or you like wouldn't capable, push their buttons? I wouldn't push their buttons. No, not I would even just close. stay the fuck away from them. <laughs> yeah, like I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. And she she we'll keep agrees. My distance. Yeah, she agrees so to participate she agrees to in participate. this prank. 
um by basically like leading him on like being like oh let's play spin the bottle and he's and he's a moron so he's like (laughs) he's like oh like i'm not gonna oh i just like completely forgot that this girl was repulsed by me four hours ago yeah she totally wants to do me like yeah i'll participate (laughs) yeah and he like follows her into like what he thinks is a bunk yeah and follows her into what he thinks is a bunk but it's actually like a like a stage it's like a backstage area of for, like where the mess hall is or wherever yeah. the wherever um all these kids are congregating to yeah and he gets he gets like blindsided he gets attacked in the dark yeah she like she just leads him there and like abandons him he gets attacked and they basically like strip him down to his underwear and then he's not like you said he's not in a bunk he's like backstage and they open the curtain and the whole camp or everyone that's in this area sees him like in his skitties is in his briefs <laughs> yeah um and he is humiliated and like, yep. you know, and that counselor that helps him, helps him out again. Again. Like she, and she gets, him she out gets of there. accused again. Again of being Angela. She, yep. Yeah. She gets him out of there. Um, and then we don't see Alan for, well, I mean, we do, but like he, he's basically led away to recover because he's so like upset and traumatized. And that was one of the funniest scenes to me is like while he's recovering, like Ronnie's in the bunk with him, that girl, the counselor's with the bunk and that, you know, and he's, he's asleep. Like he's finally fallen asleep despite all this and all the kids surround the bunk and start chanting his nickname right that was actually quite creepy <laughs> it was it was very children of the corn the thing, it was very children of the corn but I, there's something about like to, i mean like it, i feel like if they were just like chanting like alan alan that would be creepy but the fact that they're going blow, blow job, job blow, blow job, job like i was losing my mind it was yeah so it was funny. pretty good it's so funny um and Alan run. Alan wakes up, hears it, freaks out, runs out, and then Alan is just gone for a while. Yeah, we don't see him for a while. We don't see him for a while, which means we get to focus on other people getting killed. Yes, i.e., every single person that picked on him. Yeah. Um, we get the the counselor who was kind of mean to him in the beginning. Um, is hooking up with. I don't. Was it another counselor? They go out to the pump house or whatever. <laughs> The pump house. I think they were both just, I think they were both counselors. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I was going to say, I know he wasn't like Randy hooking up Linda. with a camper because that'd be weird. But well, this mo- whole movie's weird. But um, he's he's hooking up with another counselor, um, which if you're an adult and you're working at a summer camp and you get turned on while you're working at a summer camp, you belong on a list. You need to be on a list somewhere. Like the feds, yeah. the feds need to know who yeah. you are. <laughs> You're probably right. Um, which this was There's I, all sorts of wrong about that. <laughs> um, I think out of all the movies other than the Deep Fryer one, this death was my favorite. The fishing line death. Because it was so. It, it was, was over the top. I don't even know. I don't. Did he actually die? I think he bled out. I would assume you'd bleed out if something like that happened. I'm. I don't. I'm I not, I'm, tell you. Yeah, I'm a female, and I'm. And I feel like asking any male that question is going to get me a lot of side eyes. If I'm like, "Hey, listen, if this happens to you, do you bleed out?" I'll never get a date ever again. Like, no one's going to ask me on a date ever <laughs> right. again if I ask that. Um, yeah. So this counselor and I. Well, apologize. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. You. Re- well, okay. So these two are basically what you would call on a date, if you will. Not probably not really a date. But that's what they're going to go bone outside the camp somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. So they're outside the pump house and they go into the woods. And Randy, the guy there, um, he I think so Linda was the the woman there. She actually leaves to go back to the pump house to get beer. Yeah. You know, 
and bring it back. Meanwhile, Randy, Randy is out in the woods. Thank you. Okay, I was like, um, has to relieve himself, so you know he he's peeing. Um, but he's one of those guys that pull their pants all the way down to urinate. <laughs> like butters, <laughs> like Lou, butters. Lou, Lou, I, I got, got some, some apples. apples. Lou, 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 yeah, you got some like too. so goofy. So he's doing that, and then all of a sudden you see ropes wrap around this because he's you know peeing on a tree. Yeah, ropes wrap around him. Now he's pinned to this tree. And he thinks it's like a fun, like bondage yeah, thing. Yeah, he thinks like, it's like okay, the, the you do sexy you. bondage yeah. thing. Like thinks I don't judge Linda, your journey, but <laughs> and Linda's not even there. Yeah, she's still out getting the beer or whatever. Um, and then you see so delicately this wire, <laughs> very thin wire, it's like fishing line, fishing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, dropping from like the upper part of the um screen yes you know it's like a little teeny tiny like a noose almost it's slipknot yeah it's like it's like, yeah it's slipknot um with it, it's it's a slipknot made out of the fishing line and yeah. it's just very slowly, slowly just coming down and down. this guy's eyes are just getting wider and wider because the it. the knot itself is the size of perhaps something that is out at the moment yes try not to keeping it pg-13 <laughs> right right um um so anyways, yeah. So you can, you know, put that together with the rest of your imagination. The fishing line gets wrapped around something. <laughs> yes, it gets wrapped around its member. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird what a weird way to describe it. Can we just say his dick? It gets yeah. wrapped around his so, dick. Like member I'm sorry, like side note, member sounds like way more vulgar than just saying dick. <laughs> just <laughs> Like member, I'm makes, sticking with member. Members only, Ashley. Yeah, Shut up. Like member, the word member, like in that in that kind of context, makes my skin crawl. So let's just call it a dick. It gets wrapped around his dick. I mean, so do you member? Uh, I member. I, <laughs> so it gets wrapped around his dick Thank somehow. You. And I mean, this whole time, I'm just like, how do you do that? <laughs> like, like you're, you're, you're like, is this person in a tree? <laughs> and they're dropping this line say, down and somehow all, managed to wrangle. Yeah, all his, of these his, deaths are so pepper. intricate. <laughs> like, it's so well it's thought like, out. You know, it's like a cowboy wrangling a bull. <laughs> like... <laughs> like how do you how does one do that when i it's when i was in texas last summer um i was in the middle of nowhere and i went to like a lasso lesson at a ranch because oh, i like i wanted the full texas experience like i wanted yeah. the big stupid hat and the big belt the buckle big like the boots with the spurs <laughs> boots with the spurs uh, um and i well i went to a ranch and they were they were teaching me how to lasso and i lassoed a um i lassoed like a like a cow yep and it took a million tries to do it, but like yeah. I got it. But they had There's to definite skill. Yeah, that, they yeah. had to make sure they they basically like stood in front of that cow were like don't move, so I could do it because it like if that cow moved, I never. So right, I'm sorry, right. but like, what level of skill are you able to get that fishing line around? Yeah, right. I have so many questions. <laughs> so many questions. Right. So, <laughs> anyways, where's the other end of this fishing line? Well, we see a pile of fishing line on the ground. Yep. And it clearly goes somewhere. It's tied to something. <laughs> it's tied to a Jeep. It's tied, it's tied to it's, a Jeep. It's tied to the Jeep that Randy and Linda took to get there. Yes. Which, wow, this person is moving super quick to be able to pull this off. Right? So Linda gets scared because she, does she knows that there's a killer in the camp. 
Yeah. Even though the, the camp is not closing down and no parents are being called. Everyone seems to know what's going on. There's somebody right. killing she, people at the she camp. She actually thinks it's Alan. Yeah. She thinks Alan's doing it. Yeah. And so she hears. She's like hears something. Um, I she, don't think she necessarily sees anything, but she hears stuff. She hears. And she gets spooked. Well, she does hear Randy like yelling for her. He's yelling for her. Because yes. like he realizes he like, okay, this isn't a prank. Something's right, really like, clearly wrong. Clearly this is wrong. Like this is not some like fun bondage thing. There's fishing line around my junk. Mm. And I don't know where this fishing line goes to. And Linda is taking an awful long time to get back here with those beers. Right. So it's clearly something is wrong. Yeah. And she hears, she hears him yelling and she hears like something in the woods coming or approaching her and she panics. Yep. She hops in the Jeep. And oh, she sure does. <laughs> it's driving away. Yeah, she definitely but does. this this was really fun though because it was drawn out and normally when i say things are drawn out it's not usually in a good way yeah but because of the tension tension pardon no pu- the no pun, pun in- <laughs> no pun intended or pun intended pun definitely intended pun definitely intended um uh so the tension of the whole scene where randy's tied to this tree and he sees like this fishing line and it must that fishing line must have been like a hundred feet long or something for, crazy. Yeah. And you can see it unraveling. They went to Home Depot and said, give me all of your fishing line. Give me <laughs> Do all they of- sell a fishing line? I think Home they Depot? sell Home Depot. It has fishing line. Maybe. Okay. Ba- uh, Bass, Anyways. Bass Pro. Bass Pro, Pro Bass, Shops. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bass Pro Shops. <laughs> there you go. Um, so anyways, yeah, he sees it unraveling. And to make matters worse, now she's trying to get away in this Jeep. She gets stuck in the mud. Yes. So the and, fishing and, line is like, it's it's relaxed a little bit because yes. the Jeep's not moving. So it kind of, right. like, you can't, it, it never actually shows his dick and what's happening. No. But, like, you can see, like, the fishing line, like. It, it, and you can see his face. You can see his face and you can see the fishing line itself. And the fishing line gets, like, super taut yeah. for, like, a second when she's, like, gunning it in the Jeep. But then when she gets stuck, it, like, relaxes and the fishing yeah. line falls on the ground. Right. So now she's trying to get out of the mud, right? And I'm laughing hysterically. <laughs> yes. So actually, pri- prior to this whole scene, when they were in the Jeep, because they were going wherever they were going, and Randy was explaining the two shifts. Yeah. And one was the four to activate basically the four-wheel drive. Right. Um, which takes pl- uh, play into what's happening now. So, so she gets stuck in the mud, and she can't get out, and she's freaking out, and she needs to get the hell away because there's the killer is out you know yeah thinking it's alan yeah she doesn't know we don't know for a fact but she thinks it's alan um notices the second shift (laughs) to engage the four-wheel drive meanwhile we keep flashing back to randy because every time she tries to get the the jeep out of the mud his life is flashing before yeah (laughs) like the line gets like taut and then it then it relaxes then it gets taut and then it relaxes. Yeah. Like, this is going on for like a few minutes at yeah. this point. And every man who's ever watched this movie is cringing, cringing so hard at this part. While every woman who's watching this movie is just laughing maniacally. At least yeah. I was. I was laughing maniacally. Yes. yes. You were there. We watched it together. <laughs> yes, I, I know. Just, I remember. I was <laughs> ugly cackling on your couch. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyways, um, she engages the four wheel drive and takes off. And takes his it takes dick off. With, <laughs> takes his dick with her. Yep. Um. So that is Randy. Yep. It's Randy's death. But then she crashes the jeep like two seconds. Well, later. they also keep panning to like there was barbed wire around the pump house. Yeah. And then they pan back to it, and the barbed wire is gone. Yeah. So now this barbed wire is like strung between a couple of trees in the middle of this. I'd in the say road. dirt road. Yeah. 
and she gets clotheslined <laughs> by the barbed wire. So and if you've ever had to work with barbed wire, you know it just wraps itself around whatever it's stuck on. Yeah, no. If you get barbed wire on you, you have two choices. You can either cut it off, which is going to hurt because you got to move around, or you just you just live with it. And or die you, with or it. that's just your life now. That's just your life now. So you've got barbed wire on you. Deal with yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> so she gets clotheslined, and that was the end of that. Great. It's one a of great. My, it's a one of my very favorite, well put together scene. One of my favorite scenes. Yep. So now we'll put them on the back burner because right. we don't really know what's going on. Right. We assume they're dead. We get the kid who, because he participated in Alan's bullying at the social thing where he got stripped down, this kid now, bec- Ronnie has put him into like detention, basically. He's not allowed to leave his bunk. Yeah, I, think and, it, I believe that was TC. Yes, TC. Thank you. And TC is doing what any teenage boy in 2003 would do because we all had flip phones back then or the blue nokias there was like no access to internet porn on your phone um and they're at summer camp there's no wi-fi or anything he's he's looking at a good old copy of playboy or hustler like (laughs) he's going old school yeah and um he's getting he's getting his porn the gentlemanly way Mm -hmm. and um while he's looking at this you know nudie mag uh (laughs) there's a nudie nudie mag and you have a problem with me saying member Um, <laughs> while he's looking at his, while he's looking at his, his nudie magazine, um, there's like a hole in the, in the ground of the bunk and like this stick <laughs> For comes, some reason. S- like this, it's like a spear. It it's like a this stake wooden stake. Comes flying through the ground. Yep. And like knocks the nudie mag out of his hand. Yep. And like, and, and he's like, holy shit, you know, as anyone would do. I'd be like, Jesus Christ. But then. But what's he do? He does. What would. What would I do in that situation? Yeah, would you do exactly what this kid did? Um, I would I would gently pick up the Playboy and go back to reading the articles. <laughs> I was waiting forever to make that joke. <laughs> I was just waiting for the opportunity to talk about the articles. Um, okay. he, <laughs> I'm losing it over here. He um he he there's so he he realizes that the stake just came through a hole in the bottom of the bunk. So yeah. what does he do? He gets on the ground and puts his fucking face right up to the <laughs> hole like to look stared, down. And try, see. Like right, the, try to look down. Yeah, this hole. Try, to I'm to like, down. why would you do that? Yeah, <laughs> like obviously. And what what happens, Ashley? He gets a stake through his head. <laughs> like I'm actually, shocking. actually, no. Well, yes, he does. But he gets a stake into his eye, and then and his other friends are there. Yeah. At this point, they weren't there in the beginning, but then they they like arrive, arrive right arrive. after it comes to the ground the first time. Right, and he's like, "Look, this thing just came out of the ground." They're both looking into this hole, like, "Whoa, where'd that come from?" Like a couple I mean, of morons. That's a complete, you know, normal reaction. Yeah, actually, totally, totally normal. Not like, "Hey, let me get to high ground." Let me climb up to the top of my bunk. Somebody. Jesus Christ. Um, anyways, um, anyways. Um, so he gets the stake through his through his eye. Yeah, it gets through his eye, and now he's freaking out because he's got this stake in his head. Um, oh, I forgot about that part. But it gets pushed. Like he walk doesn't he like walk into a wall or something because he's, he's freaking like, out. He's frantic and he's running around and he like kind of runs himself into the wall. And the yeah. stake goes, like, further into his head and, like, kills him. <laughs> like, he maybe could have survived it. Like, obviously, he wouldn't have his vision in, like, one eye. But, like, he basically runs himself into a wall and pushes that stake in, like, into his skull. And that's it. Um, now, Karen has been... She's... Karen's a bitch. Let's just... She's a Karen. She's your stereotypical Karen. Um, I wouldn't go that far. Like, she seems like she's a genuinely nice person, but... She feels some kind of remorse for what yeah, she's like done Yeah, like, she's Alan. not a direct 
she's not Bella. <laughs> yeah. Bella Bella dies too in like one of the one of the I mean it's comedic, but it's like, oh, like no, not Bella. Like she's she's in her bunk. And yeah, she just lays down on her bed and then notices the top bunk well the bottom of the ceiling. Like the, the the bunk the bo- over her yeah, has like the top nails bunk sticking has out nails of it. sticking out of it. And somebody jumps on the on the top bunk and, and pushes just, that just down, down and sandwiches her. her and and kills Bella. Yeah. Which I don't know if that would kill you. You you definitely get fucked up. You definitely get maimed, but I don't know if it would necessarily kill you. Depends on how big I those nails were. I feel like the were. shock enough would be a, yeah. would be enough. Yeah. Um, True. Okay. I mean, prior to that, Ronnie doesn't eventually find Frank. Yes. Frank's already been torn apart by this rat. And then you can see like the rat like roaming around in the cavity of his, uh, <laughs> of his torso now at this point. So that, that was fun. Um, so Karen, Karen and her friend find Bella dead in their bunk. Yeah. And they take off because they think every, everyone seems to think that Alan has done this. Now, Angela's cousin from the first movie, who the cop, the weird cop with the voice box, had mm. interviewed after the, the first couple of murders, he arrives at the camp and has said that, like, somebody has called him and said that, like, Angela's on the loose and that she's she's at this camp and she's killing people again. Yeah. Um. So the cousin just shows up. The cop is still at the camp. Like, yep. that weird cop is just the cop hanging is around, there. like, for whatever reason. So now we have, like, all these adults, these unsupervised adults running around while kids are being murdered. Right. Ronnie's trying to, like, Ronnie's trying to find um, Alan. And every- so everyone's just kind of breaking off to find Alan right. to figure out what I the think, hell is going um, on. Yeah, Karen finds Randy and Linda. Yes. At that point, I think. Yeah. Um, but they don't appear to be dead. Yeah, Linda's they will badly. Be, I'm yeah, sure. Linda's like bleeding out. Yeah, and she's all I'm, messed I'm up. I'm sure. Yeah, and and Randy is now without. Well, he like if he wasn't dead, I'm sure he will be. I'm sure. He definitely wish- shocked. I was gonna say he definitely wishes he was. But yeah, legit. <laughs> um, and Karen, I I forget how Karen gets. I think she just gets attacked. Like well, I know she's like running Karen, through the woods. Yeah, she gets taken. Yeah, she gets like knocked um, and out gets, or something. And um, gets pulled into the basketball court. And she's just knocked out. Uh, but she, she comes to, she awakes with a uh, noose around her neck, which is tied to the hoop. Yeah. So what happens at that point is the killer raises the hoop. And starts slowly choking her. Mm-hmm. Like hanging her from yep. the basketball. Yep, hoop. which is so bad. That's yeah. so bad. Um, um, but she but gets rescued she by She does get Alan's rescued cousin. by Michael, Michael at the Alan's very cousin. end. Um, or not at the very end, but like right before, like she would have. Yeah, she's like screaming that she's sorry because everyone seems to think Alan's doing this. And she's like screaming that she's sorry. And Michael, who's Alan's cousin, the one who had skinned the frogs earlier in the movie. Yeah, who I think maybe has like a thing with Karen. I don't know what the relationship is because he gets like really upset about it. Yeah. But he comes in and he, he comes in with the cop, with the weird cop at the voice box. And they stop the basketball hoop from like raising any higher. They they bring it down. They get the noose off from her right. neck. Um. At, um um, yeah, they get like the cop. I think the cop stops it actually, and they get the noose off of her neck. And then Michael, at that point, goes looking for Alan, finds him, and starts beating him, beating the with, shit out of him. Yeah, with one of the croquet mallets. Now, now, Alan, when they find Alan, Alan is sitting in his spot in the woods with mm-hmm. all his frogs, and he's holding the frogs that have not been skinned. He's got some more frogs that are alive, and he's just sitting there, mind like he's just distraught and minding his business and has apparently been there this whole time because yeah. when he's confronted by Michael, yeah. he like does not have any idea what the hell he's talking about. Michael's yeah, like, he's accusing him of oblivious. killing a bunch of people. Yeah. And Alan's like, 
been like here with my frogs like what the hell are you talking about right and it does bear repeating all of this is happening again no parents are called (laughs) not one parent is called not there's no like there's no like shelter in place like everybody get everybody get in your bunks and stay there right um like turn your lights off don't like don't leave your bunks just stay in your bunks while we figure this out no cops are called nothing Nah. Which makes me think that this really was a camp for behavioral issues and that these parents just basically <laughs> sent their kids to either have like the boot camp experience or get murdered. Like either way. Right. Like just um, get rid of them. So so Alan gets the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. And he's like unconscious at this point. Yeah. He um he like hits him with like a bat or something. It's like a croquet mallet. Yeah, croquet mallet. Yeah. And um and then Michael Alveson gets knocked out. Yep. So wait a minute. Alan? Alan isn't the killer. Alan's not responsible for this because and, Alan is unconscious on the ground. Right. And now Michael just got knocked out by an unseen force. And then what happens to Michael? Oh, oh we're going to get into what happens to Michael. Are you ready to get into what happens to Michael? I am absolutely Michael? ready what happens to, um, to Michael. Ronnie and the counselors that have not been massacred mm-hmm. find Alan. Mm-hmm. And he is badly injured, but alive. And he's like coming to and you know, they realize, like, wait a minute, like, Michael had done this. Like, I think Alan says, like, Michael, Michael did this. Yeah. And they go looking for Michael. And they find him. Yeah. Nearby. Yep. And what happened to him? Well, at this point, Michael is (laughs) missing something very important. And it's not his member. No. His member. I remember. Michael. I remember. Michael gets skinned. He gets skinned from head to toe. Yep. He's missing his his epidermis or whatever. (laughs) His like entire epidermis is gone. Right. He is skinned like the frogs that he skinned. And everyone is it's it's gross. It's pro it's a great scene. It's gross. But it just makes it like I mean, I've never done it. I would assume it would probably take a long time to skin a person. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You can't do that in a matter of minutes. You can't do that in 10 minutes. Unless you're like an X-Men or something. <laughs> <laughs> but and he's still alive. That's what makes it so great is he's still alive and he's just laying there without his skin um, yeah. on the ground, which, oh, boy, you're going to get infected. You're going to get so <laughs> infected. Like there's bugs on that ground. There's dirt like you were done for. Um and everyone is just like it's it's Ronnie, it's it's the cousin from the first movie, it's the it's the really nice counselor that's trying to help Alan. I think there's a few other people. I think yep, like Karen all shows there. up again. Like everybody just shows there, up. I believe. Everybody just comes out of the woods and sees us that Michael is now skinned alive, um, and we get like that weird robotic voice mm-hmm. as they start coming out of the woods and the feet and the feet <laughs> and just walking. And the the robotic voice is talking about how Michael thought it was so fun to skin frogs. And, mm-hmm. you know, now he's not laughing. Mm-hmm. And we see, like, parts of the cop uniform being tossed tossed onto the ground. And the voice wig. box gets tossed. The and the wig. And who is it? Who is this master of disguise? My bae. Your bae. <laughs> <laughs> Our girl. It's Angela from the first movie. She yep. has escaped the psychiatric facility. She has posed as a cop. She has infiltrated this camp. And she has returned to her roots of killing just indiscriminately. Yep. So and she great. has skinned Michael. And, and it, cuts in, uh, it cuts in on Angela's face. And Felissa Rose is doing that 
unhinged jaw, like, like scream crazy, look again. maniacal friggin' laugh. It's iconic. It's iconic. Yeah. And her cousin's like, I knew it was you. Like, yep. I knew it was you this whole time. And and that's and that's it. And then that's it. It just then it fades to black. Um, there is a post credit scene. <clears throat> there is, which was fantastic. It was, which it was, was fantastic. Um, right. And it's it's a cop. That yeah, she's broken down on the side of the road, Angela. It's Angela broken, who's broken, broken down, down the and she's the wearing the most impractical outfit. <laughs> I don't. She, she escaped from the psychiatric facility and apparently like raided like a Halloween plus for like a nurse's outfit or something. I have no. It, she's dressed ridiculous, but she looks great. She looks. Fan, oh, yeah. she's she looks great. fantastic. She's she's, she's she's stacked. She's stacked from top to bottom. I love her. Yeah. Um, she looks fantastic. Um, and the cop pulls over to help her because she's having vehicle problems and she's very frantic and she's wearing like stiletto pumps like yeah like how did you drive in those yeah um crazy but she's she's talking about like how her car broke down yeah she's like it's my boyfriend's car he's gonna be so mad and and the cops like looks under the the cop like straight up gets under the car yeah like which is jacked up it's jacked up it's missing a wheel it's missing a wheel he like crawls under the thing and is and she just drops the car on him and crushes his head (laughs) and that's that's apparently how she gets the cop's outfit she gets like the cop's uh which I don't know where she got the wig or the voice box from, but you know what? I'm not a I'm not a Hollywood screenwriter, so I'm just right. gonna I'm just gonna not touch just leave that. Just leave it at that. Um, and that is Return to Sleepaway Camp. What's our What's our body count on this one? <sighs> I counted eight. I feel like that's wrong. I counted nine. So I feel like we along, don't watch the same movies. Actually. Let's Let's just round Let's just round it up to ten. Okay, sure. 10. Why we'll Why not? Up, we'll just round it up to ten. We got like a ten body. Like count. I may I may not have counted the cop at the end. You know, but well, I was also, I'm not sure if I should count, like, Linda and Randy because they were technically still alive, but. Mm, but there, we also have a lot of dead frogs, so. <laughs> I don't, uh, did you count the frogs? No, but, we, you know, <laughs> if, if we're going to make it 10, we can count a couple of frogs. Sure, why not? Out. So, sure, why not? Let's just say 10. We'll just say 10. Body counts 10, potentially more. Might have yeah. to go back onto the dark web and rewatch it. <laughs> the dark web. The dark web. Yeah, I went through, I jumped through hoops to get this movie. <laughs> you did, and I appreciate I was like, it. I am not going to. Like, I've been wanting to do this forever. I I genuinely appreciate it. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it is. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So before we get into the recipe, did your parents ever send you to summer camp? No. You've never had a summer camp experience? No. Me neither. My parents loved me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> My parents didn't want to put yeah, me Yeah. Like, I, mean, I don't think I would have done well at camp. I definitely would have. There's just something. I'm way too socially awkward. There's just that. something about like like communal spaces, like bathroom, bathrooms, like communal bathrooms. I can't. Yeah. Like when I when I was in Texas last year, I I had told I, I had mentioned this. Um, we had talked about this in a previous episode. How I stayed in that, it was a hot pink camper, and it was called Amigo. <laughs> yeah. I rented out Amigo for a few days, and it had an outdoor, had an outdoor bathroom. Yeah. So outdoor toilet, outdoor shower. Um, but there was like plumbing. It wasn't. It wasn't right. Like a yeah, it, was it wasn't like, like an outhouse. Yeah, no. Yeah. It was. It was like a legit. Yeah. Um. You know, it had like the outdoor plumbing and everything. It was just outside, and I just remember, like, the first morning that I woke up in my camper, and I was like, "Oh, beautiful Texas," because it really was. Be- it's stunning. It's stunning yeah. there. Um. And I went outside, and I was like, "I'm gonna use this amazing outdoor shower." And there's a praying mantis like the size <laughs> of my palm. Yeah. 
on the faucet. And I was like, I don't need to shower today. Like, it's all good. Like, I'll just skip the shower. And then by like the third day, I'm like, I need to get to a like Ramada Inn right now. I need like an indoor shower. Like, I need an indoor shower. Like, I, I, I'm gross. I smell of like cacti and yeah. beer and like yeah. and shame. Um. So yeah, like I, I couldn't do the communal because the shower wasn't just mine. There was another. Right, there was you, another camper yeah, you that it. a couple had, and they like sh- were sharing the shower as well. And they had no qualms about the praying mantis. They were like totally fine with it. I was like in there, and I mean, it's not that you know they're just they're weird looking. And I'm like in the nude, and I'm just like this thing's looking at me, and I'm like, are you looking at me because I'm in the nude or because you're about to attack me? Like what? What is? What is this vibe I'm getting from this praying mantis? But yeah, I, I praying like, mantises are harmless, Ashley. They're it, it, terrifying. It looked like it they're wanted, huge. Yeah, they I look mean, like birds when they're flying. And it's it's Texas, so like everything is just so it's going to be huge, gigantic. Yeah. yeah, it's like going to Florida, and the mosquitoes are the size of your head. Like, right, they can just like carry you off. Yeah, so bring like you the back whole, to their lair. The whole communal thing. <laughs> I remember my mom had asked me once when I was a kid if I'd be interested in going to camp, and I was like reading a book, and I just kind of put the book down and went no, and then went right. Back <laughs> <the book. laughs> so I never had the summer camp experience. But, no, um, yeah, I mean, meaning I just know it just never happened. No, which I'm totally cool with. Reverse question: If you were a parent, because neither one of us have kids, nope. we have no, we have no interest nope. in having children. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it that way. If if we did hypothetical, if we did have kids and we sent them to camp, and let's say our kids were like we, our kids had behavioral issues like the kids in this movie like they're just pains in the ass didn't listen to anybody snotty teenagers whatever or like preteens and they were at the camp and people started getting like massacred would you want a phone call <laughs> i mean i just feel like that's the right thing to do true <laughs> i i would not want the phone call like i mean i would not, I would want, not want a phone call <laughs> i mean i just i feel like I don't know because I don't like kids. <laughs> like I can't feasibly answer that question logically. Oh my god! Well, like no, I don't because I never want those kids to begin with. <laughs> and last question: What's the star rating that you'd give this movie? Oh, so I was probably going to give this about a three, just because I love Felissa Rose yeah. and the entire Sleepaway Camp franchise. Franchise, yeah. Even even the ones without her in it. Like as soon as I watch Sleepaway Camp for the first time, I'm like, Sleepaway Camp two. Boom. Teenage Wasteland. I think that was Teenage Wasteland. Oh, no. That was Unhappy Campers. I think three was Teenage Wasteland. Yeah. And then I watched them all. Three and a half. I'm giving it three and a half. I I genuinely, I genuinely enjoyed this one. There were parts that I was like, what the hell is going on Yeah. I mean, I would definitely give the original Sleepaway Camp probably like a four, 4.5. I might even give it five because it's it's (laughs) iconic. It is iconic. It's It's over the top and ridiculous, but iconic. But so good. This this movie had a severe lack of Judy. I wish they had brought... I I love Judy. Oh my God. I love Judy. I love Judy from the first movie. Even though she got killed in that movie, I wish they would have brought back the actress to play like another character another character it would have been so and good whatever it was it would have had she would have had to have you know a shirt with her name on with it with the name judy on it so good she's a carpenter's dream flat, <laughs> flat as a board and easy, easy to lay, lay yeah <laughs> uh, um, lack of judy you know i mean i was reading some i was also reading some like you know re, you know critic review or not reviews per se but you know responses and the the critical responses were not great like for this one yeah they were pretty poor like they're saying you know gone's the twist gone are the inventive kills which i could not disagree with more The inventive kills in this movie were hilarious and like fantastic like 
the kills in the first one were pretty inventive. Yeah. I think they were probably better than this one. But I mean, the kid blowing up. That was really like, funny. The intricate ne- the intricacy of the fishing line. Around, like, around come a, on. Around a dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'm just biased because I just love the franchise from beginning to end. So, you know, for me, it's just like hmm, nostalgia. Yeah, but I mean, you had fun watching it, which is really all that matters. And <laughs> yeah, I had fun yeah, watching it. Which, yeah. I mean, my opinion really is the only one that matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else before we get into the recipe? Like any fun tidbits about the film that you? No, because you're like pretty... I'm going to call you like our head researcher. You do all the research. <laughs> yeah. I just show up and eat the food and talk a lot of trash. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean. It was pretty much, I've already mentioned a few things about, you know, filmed in 2003. It was scheduled to release theatrically uh, between 2004 and 2006. However, um, the unsatisfactory CGI effects and lack of distribution deals, it didn't come out until 2008. And even at that point, it went straight to video. What CGI, though? Like, I don't, in watching the movie, I don't really, like, everything seemed pretty, like, either, Practical. Practical. Or they just didn't show it. Yeah, like. I mean, I guess the CGI for, like, Frank's death, because he had, you could see his, the cavity of his torso there. Like, that, I would imagine, probably would have been CGI, but, But you know, the, 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 um, the cutscene at the very end after the credits, like, that's all practical. That was was practical. Yeah, that was, yeah, that Um, wasn't, like, that wasn't CGI. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like the frog, the frog being... or something. But like I don't that, know. that could be that could be animatronic. Like you know, it we don't been, need. Yeah. I, I feel like CGI is so overused now. Like everything is CGI, and like it looks like garbage. Like it doesn't like look the good, C- yeah. the CGI in the new Thor movie. Like <laughs> Marvel has more money than God, mm. and you couldn't pay your animators or your like effects team to like make it look good. Like it looks so bad. Can, I've still complain about whatever cgi they use in the walking dead it is sometimes it's terrible sometimes it's every time and it's absolutely atrocious the first time i saw them put like a deer somewhere i'm like dear lord yeah it looked like holy god but like Like, number one show on tv can't get a decent yeah and anything greg nicotero does is great because he Mm -hmm. does practical effects he does like really incredible work but then they they give it to the you know special effects department and it's just like it goes to shit it goes to shit yeah um so i totally hear you on that one but but yeah, I don't um, know what other CGI there would have been because I mean, I didn't really get a lot of that no. unless like it was done that well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't imagine that it was. Um, um, I didn't get any information about, you know, the budget for this movie or anything like that. Because again, this one's super hard to find information on. Which is crazy to me. We right? we planned out. We basically planned out the season, and we knew because we were coming back in the summer, we wanted to do one of the sleepaway camp movies, mm-hmm. and we wanted to do one that had Felissa Rose in it. And this is the mm. only other one that has her. Yeah. So we we're like, let's do Return to Sleepaway Camp. And then when we like went to find it, it was like impossible. Where like, is it? It was so hard. It's like scrubbed from. Yeah. It's scrubbed from everything. You cannot find it anywhere. No. So you go on the dark web and you get like <laughs> a, a Russian DVD and like, <laughs> right? you, know, you get like some weird DVD from another country and it's, you know, and every once in a while you have to stop and rewind it and play parts because it freezes up because again, from the dark web, but that was I, I Yeah, think it was annoying. It was, it was a really <laughs> memorable experience. I thought it was super fun how we were like, oh, we got this, we got this from like the farthest corners of the internet internet <laughs> right like like you just see me like backpacking through india <laughs> to find this movie 
like God. it's like the secret life of walter mitty when, he, <laughs> when he's trying to when he's trying to get we're trying to find like the um the negative from sean penn like the yes! negative slide for the cover of the magazine yes and he's like literally like he's like budapest and right shit. like i'm on the bat i'm like on a on a burrow oh my god you're jumping off a helicopter to like right get into a bo- oh my god like that's a great movie that's actually one of my favorite i want to go watch that um so because this movie takes place in the summer, it's at a camp, we didn't want to do like a s'mores recipe because we had already, we already done, done yeah, that. Like, I want to like, say a couple of times, actually. Well, we did. We did the s'mores brownies. We did the brownies. Um, yeah. For, yeah, we did the s'mores brownies I last, that was last season. was for Blair Witch. Yeah. Um, yeah, for Blair Witch because of the whole camping theme. So I thought that rather than make a dessert, I would do one of my favorite sides because i love my carbs i would do macaroni salad yeah um so i brought macaroni salad today and um it's it's basically i mean it's like my mom's recipe and what i love about it and i've loved about it since i was a kid is that like you can basically do it it's it's like a generic pot it's a generic pasta salad like macaroni salad but it still tastes really good and depending my mom always makes it as simple as possible because you never know like what you're gonna like we have different family members that are like they have caucasian palates meaning like they think just they don't like spice yeah they just think like salt and pepper is seasoning and then you have like the other relatives and you have people like me who like spicy like i like spicy so like throw some chili pepper in there throw some cayenne in there like some paprika kick it up let's kick it up a notch um but my mom (laughs) makes my mom makes like the generic macaroni salad and it's still really good um but you can like customize it so I brought like just the generic pasta salad. Mm-hmm. Um, the trick is to put uh, lemon juice in it and a little bit of dill. There's a little bit of dill oh, in I there. Dill. I love dill. Um, there's like a little teeny tiny bit of dill in there. There's some celery salt. There's a little bit of like onion powder. Like because it does need flavor. You can't just like white people. I'm begging you. I'm begging you white people. And this is come. This is a white person saying this. Don't just very white. I'm 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 white. I am see through. Yeah, I'm so I'm transparent. I'm translucent. I'm the whitest person imaginable. But white people, I'm begging you when you make macaroni salad, put your celery in there, put your tomato in there. Don't just toss it with mayonnaise and call it a day. You got to put other things in there. Straight up mayonnaise on macaroni is gross. Yeah. You need to put something else in there. You need some celery salt. You need some onion powder, some garlic powder, like mm. literally anything. Put so- if you if you have if you're making it for people that are not opposed to spices, some cayenne, some chili powder, just like if, if they don't, don't like crazy, it, they can go screw. Yeah, if <laughs> they don't how, like it, throw them out. But that's how I feel about my but, plants. But I'm like, my mom, you don't like my soil? Fine. My mom makes it in such like a volume because we right. always have so many people over at any given time. That right. She just and it's makes super it huge... easy to make and it feeds a ton of people. Exactly. So she just keeps it as simple as possible. And if she's like, listen, if you want to add something, here's the spice cabinet. Have fun. Like you can toss it yourself. Um, but I did I did a little bit of dill and I did some lemon juice to give it a little bit of like a tangy flavor. So it's not just straight up like mayo because straight up mayo is gross. Like it's just gross. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go and try it, and we'll talk about how it came out in the next episode, which will be out in a couple of weeks. And I'm really excited for our next episode because we went all out for this we one. Did. We did. Yeah, we sure did. We're, we're going all out. I'm very, very excited. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that it, it's great. To, I'm so glad that we're back. Me too. This is super fun. Yes, yeah. yes it is. Um, so yeah, this has been the season two premiere of Baking Two, the B movies. 
and uh, <laughs> I, I, I can't i can't you, anymore you love me <laughs> um so yeah uh be sure to follow us on instagram we'll have the recipe up on our instagram that's yep. baking to the b movies we're on twitter as well baking to b movies um like and subscribe and thanks for joining us today. Mm, yes, as always. It's a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Pleasure and a privilege. Um, my name is Ashley. And my name is Steph. And we will catch you guys next time. Hey, Ash. Hey, what? Bye, Diane. Bye, Diane. <laughs> <laughs>